0: Continuing on in our story about David today, let's jump right in. After David was told he was going to be king, God sent him to the palace not as a king but as an assistant to the king because it was not time for him to take over the throne yet. A man named Saul was still the king of the Israelites and he was still selfish and not trusting the Lord the way he should. King Saul was the one who was in charge of all the soldiers in Israel. He led them into battles and was always supposed to have a plan for protecting his people. One day, as the Israelite army was approached by the Philistine army, the Philistines were a group of people who hated the Israelites. They had one huge soldier named Goliath. He wore a thick bronze helmet. He wore heavy armor from his head to his toe, and he had a giant spear ready to fight. You can think of him as a giant with giant heavy armor. Would you be scared of him? Yeah, I would be too. Let me set the scene for you. There were two mountains near each other. On top of one mountain was the Philistine army. On top of the other mountain was the Israelite army. In the middle was a valley where this giant named Goliath would come down to every day and yell out to the Israelite army. He would say, Hey, Israelites! Send down one man to fight me. If you win, our whole country will be your servants. But if I win, then you have to be our servants. Day after day, Goliath would call out this same offer in a booming voice. And day after day, nobody came to fight him. King Saul was the obvious choice because he was the leader, the head protector, and physically bigger than all the other soldiers. But Saul was terrified. He did not want to face Goliath, and none of the other soldiers did either. This went on for 40 days. Meanwhile, David had gone back to his home from the palace to feed his father's sheep. He knew he was going to be king one day, but for now, he had to continue doing the hard work of taking care of the sheep because that's what God had given him to do for now. David was obedient in all his tasks. David's father, Jesse, gave some food to David to take to his older brothers who were soldiers in the Israelite army. So David, again being obedient, took the food and made the journey to where the Israelites were camped on the mountain. When David showed up at the camp, he saw all of the soldiers cowering in fear of the giant Philistine. Immediately, David said, send me out there, I will fight the giant. Everyone thought this was a joke. David was still a shepherd boy in their eyes. He was probably in his early teenage years, and the thought of him going up against the giant was almost laughable. King Saul said, You can't do that. You're too young and small. This giant has been training for battle since he was a little boy. There's no way you are prepared enough to fight him. David assured Saul with boldness that he could not only fight him, but kill him because God would protect him. David wasn't bold because he knew that he could beat Goliath, but because he knew God could beat Goliath. David tried on King Saul's armor, but it was much too heavy for him to even walk in, much less fight in. So he said, I do not need this armor. I will trust the Lord to protect me without it. So David entered the battle with simply five smooth stones and a slingshot. All of Israel held its breath as they watched what was about to unfold. When the giant finally saw David approaching him, he laughed. Bring it on, little boy, he boomed. David replied, you may be bigger than me and have all these fancy weapons, but I am fighting with the most powerful God of all armies on my side. With his help, I am going to kill you today. The giant began to run towards David, and David began to run towards the giant. At just the right time, David put a stone in his slingshot and hurled it at Goliath. It hit him right between the eyes, and the giant fell. He was dead. God had helped David defeat Goliath. When the rest of the Philistines saw that Goliath was dead, they took off running in fear. All of Israel celebrated. An important truth we can learn from this story. Wherever God has you now is training grounds for what God has for you later. David hadn't trained as a soldier. He didn't have special armor. He didn't go to the army camp looking to be a hero. But he had been faithful to show up every day and protect his sheep. When he was protecting sheep from wild animals, there's no way he knew he would need those skills and confidence to fight a giant later on. He just knew that God had made him a shepherd, so he was going to be the best shepherd he could until God gave him a new task. Wherever God has you now may seem boring or unimportant, but He will use it in your life somehow. Stay faithful, sweet friends. God wastes nothing. Grown-ups, has there ever been a time in your life where you have felt stuck or in a low place, but God later used it for good? Share about that time now kids is there something in your life that seems unfair or boring and you don't know why god has you where he has you talk with your grown-up about some of the ways god could be preparing you for something bigger down the road